The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. It is time to take a look through this morning's newspapers. We are joined by Claire Brock, tonight's show presenter with Virgin Media and, of course, Fergus Finley, Irish Examiner columnist. Good morning to morning, you Tommy. both. Morning. Now, I went to bed last night. It's been three weeks talking about Ryan Tuberty and this, uh, in inverted com- commas, uh, Ryan Tuberty saga. But, I mean, it's, well, I didn't want to get into it, but unfortunately he's front page of three or four of the papers this morning with Kevin Backhurst. Claire, does this just story just, when are we ever going to see the end of it? Um, well, not n- not next week, not in the next few days, at least. Yeah, front page again across uh, across the papers and the Irish Daily Mail um, running uh, an interview with Ortiz's new director general, Kevin Backhurst. And we also have an interview in the Irish Times. And interestingly, Kevin Backhurst with the same message on this one. I will talk to Ryan Tuberty, but not to Noel Kelly that he will be speaking with Ryan Tuberty in the in the next few days, in the next week, he hopes, ideally this coming week, he says, um, to speak to him about, I guess, about his contract, because we learnt um, at the Public Accounts Committee this week that, in fact, he's not currently being paid by the broadcaster. Even though he sent in an invoice. He did send an invoice, but hasn't been paid. Nothing has landed in that extraordinary bank balances yet. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so um, I suppose from... At the broadcaster's point of view, it is time now to sit down and and talk to the presenter and uh, I suppose forge a way forward and make that decision that Kevin Barkhurst has been promising to make. Fergus, is this a sort of decision if you come in as a CEO, you, you nip it in the bud quickly and you move on? Because if he doesn't make a decision on Ryan Tuberty in the next week, surely this is just going to continue to be front page of the papers and it's going to keep making RT look in a bad light. Or is he thinking that as long as we can keep Ryan Tuberty in front of the papers, people will stop asking questions in where the rest of the money is going in RT? I think it depends on whether Ryan Tuberty is Roy Keane or Eric Cantona. Um, this is a man management issue. Yeah. It's a people, it's a human issue. Um and Kevin Backhurst has a choice that he has to make. Now, I will say, so you mean an Eric Cantona or Roy I, I Keane? Mean, so Roy Keane in the fact with Alex Ferguson. Well, it, kept it, him go- Alex Ferguson was centre in both situations. Yes. Right? Alex Fer- in the case of Roy Keane, Alex Ferguson said, club is bigger than anybody, you're gone. Out yeah. of here, bye bye. Like Yapstam, like Paul McGrath. He yeah. had a, in the it, case of Eric Cantona, however, he took the view that Eric Cantona had made an awful mess of himself. Uh, and that his career needed to be rebuilt, and he rebuilt it uh, in an extraordinary piece of, you know, personal management uh, of a situation. And I think that's the decision that Kevin Backhurst, he has an employee who's made an awful mess of things, a terrible mess of himself, hasn't done anything illegal, hasn't done anything corrupt, but has made a terrible mess of things um, and, and has made some awful choices. For example, um, he announced at the Oireachtas Committee that uh, he owed six gigs to Renault. He doesn't actually owe any gigs to Renault because Renault hasn't paid any bill. He actually owes six gigs to RTE. Yeah. And if the gigs aren't needed, he will repay the money. That's what he said. We all know the gigs aren't needed. We all know that RTE doesn't want to do the, do the gigs. So if he had sense and wit, he wouldn't wait to be asked. You mm. know, the whole country is saying now, when's he going to repay the money? He should have done that on the day. Yeah. He should have said, listen, my my account has forwarded. Here's a check. It, it, it's gone. Go. I didn't. He can. He could even say, and I think be believed that he wasn't a hundred percent aware that Ortiz was footing this bill. He wouldn't want Ortiz to foot this bill, and therefore Ortiz should get that money back. Um, 
I, I agree with you because I just feel that in that, I mean, in that Aroctus interview, Ryan obviously tried to pull on the heartstrings and talk about the wonderful Irish people mm-hmm. and I'm a man of the people and the young children out there, the toy man. And unfortunately, on any actual hard questions, he went to his agent and deferred to Noel Kelly. And and I think that, you know, this is something where he has to stand on his own two feet. I mean, he consistently looked left um, throughout proceedings there to Noel Kelly to answer those money questions. But at the end of the day, you have an agent, but you do need to take ownership over over your earnings and over those decisions. He he painted Kelly uh, by omission almost as a kind of Svengali this is the man who pulls my strings. I don't make any decisions. I can't. I don't have a mind of my own. That was the impression that he was kind of creating. Now, we all know that he's brighter than that. We all know that he's, you know, bigger and better than that, or he ought to be. Um, so, I mean, that whatever conversation he has with Kevin Backhurst, it should not be based on, will you pay back the 150000 Yeah, He needs to get that out of the way before any conversation well, starts. Uh, and it should be based on, I made a mess, Kevin. I made a mess, but I really, really want to try and yeah. But listen, do my best. going back into the canteen again with a lot of his friends and colleagues and staff, whatever about that. So listen, I, I went to bed again last night, saying I'm not going to discuss Ryan Tuberty this morning. We've already spent <laughs> way too long on it. But let us know what you think about this. Text five three one zero six or send us a WhatsApp oh eight seven one four zero zero one zero six or get in touch in any way you hear normally on News Talk. We do need to move on to another story, which is with the Children's Hospital, just to make your blood boil that little <coughs> bit more. So Stephen Donnelly has said, I love this, he said, it's not helpful for anybody to be honest, to, uh, to be honest, to be speculating at the cost when talking to uh, Pierce Doherty with Sinn Féin. <laughs> I mean, is he actually asking us not to try and speculate how much this is going over budget? Well, the argument that we keep hearing from Stephen Donnelly on this when it comes to the cost that has jumped from 700 million euro of predicted cost in 2015 up to more than 2 billion euro for this children's My hospital goodness. is that there is a dispute between the board of the hospital, which is overseeing, you know, the project on the state's behalf and, and BAM, the constructor the contractor here. And because there's a dispute mechanism in place for Sinn Féin to come out and say, give us a bottom line at this point, how much is this hospital going to cost? Uh, Stephen Donnelly is saying, well, we simply can't do that because what you're doing there is you're influencing, you know, these disputes and these negotiations or this, these claims that are currently going on, which involve hundreds of millions of euro. Like we have to remember that this hospital now is, is, is running to be the most expensive potentially children's hospital in the world um, and it's and not yet de- built. I think there's I 27 th- rooms completed. I don't even think they are going to be able to have a helipad on the roof of it. Do you know, like silly things like that to think that it's going to be the most expensive hospital in the world. It's still not potentially going to be fit for standard. I love this as well that he talked about. Uh, Pierce Doherty, of course, said that the broken culture we have here is the reason we have housing emergency. Our health services are creaking at the seams. Countless young people are deciding to emigrate, believing they have been forced to do so. But Stephen Donnelly responded, this is just Sinn Féin paying politics. Which is... It'd be a bit surprising if they weren't, wouldn't it? I mean, it's what it's what opposition parties are supposed to do. Um, and uh, but at the same time, the truth is, look, I have to be careful. I'm on the board of the HSE. We're not directly at the moment involved in the children's hospital. We will have to run it eventually. 
But do you mean you're not on? It, it, well, it's been built by the state to an independent board and an independent process. So it's actually nothing to do with HSE. Oh, well, no, no, it, the HSE is a funder effectively, um, and it comes out of our budget, but we're, we don't control it. Um, uh, that, is that a problem a, in itself? Well, that's a historic decision, which I, I personally believe was the wrong decision. But there you are. Uh, it was set up that way. It was set up that that way, and. There is a very, very good board in place. They're in a constant battle with the builder. That's not a secret. Uh, there are processes going on. Sorry, I, Fergus. The the board in the HSE is very good. No, the the, oh yeah, the board in the HSE is brilliant because I'm a member. But they're of the not board. allowed to be involved. There, in there is the, an independent board that is responsible okay. for the building and development of this hospital, and and it's a really, really good, hardworking board. But. There's an endless conflict going on, a huge conflict. And the truth is, if Pierce Doherty or David Cullinan was Minister for Health, they'd be saying exactly what Simon, uh, Stephen Donnelly is saying now, uh, exactly what he's saying now. But it, what's nobody, going on? What, like when you're talking, what's going on? Well over double the cost, and and not the fact that you know people would probably be happy to pay double the cost if it arrived on time. But it's actually going on years. The consistent argument that we have heard about it is that it is state of the art and this is what uh, the country's children deserve after years of waiting for a decent hospital. If they they've also get pointed to it, Claire, to, like they have to drive into city centre. If you're coming from Monaghan, Donegal, Kerry to get into... There's been so much controversy over this hospital from the very get-go down to the site, the location. There was people saying Tala Hospital, people saying it shouldn't be in Dublin at all. It should be, you know, somewhere on the outskirts. And uh, yeah, it rolls on. And I mean, that was well before 2015 when they designated this site and put the, 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 the cost. The yeah, best hospital, cost the best it. children's hospital in the world, though, to be fair, uh, in all probability, is in the heart of London. And if you're coming from Newcastle, or Leeds or wherever, mm-hmm. you have to get to Great Ormond Street if you want if you're, you want your child to have the best that is available. Uh, and, 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 there and, are and that is what we want. Listen, that's yeah, what yeah. the people of Ireland... And, and it's what we want, it's what we deserve. It's what I hope we will eventually get. But, yeah. I mean, there's a history. Someday there'll be master's theses and PhD documents and novels and books written <laughs> about the Children's Hospital. Uh, and I don't know if we'll ever be told the full story. But it, it goes back to... I mean, Fergus, a badly executed decision in the first place. When you say that we don't know if we'll ever hear the full story, I mean, this kind of just sounds like RTE all over again. That, you know, a semi state Multiplied by 10. Exactly. And when is when is it going to come out and when are there going to be people put in there to, to really examine where the people's money is going. Listen, I, I do want to hear from people on that as well. Do get in touch. I do want to move on to this next story as well because Oppenheimer, we were just talking about the big summer blockbusters that are coming at the moment. Of course, there was the Oppenheimer premiere in London last week where, or a couple of days ago where a number of the stars all walked out. Killian Murphy was meant to be in Dublin today. I don't think he's going to be at the premiere, unfortunately, as well. What is going on with this strike, Claire? Yeah, so um, Killian Murphy yeah, and Emily Blunt and other actors um, walked off the, uh, the the premiere. The 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 strike um, came into play. One hundred and sixty thousand um, actors, you know, linked in with um, SAG from the Screen Actors Guild on this and. Um, I think you know it's interesting to see these because we 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 think you know Hollywood stars. Yeah. They're on millions. <laughs> They're on absolute millions. They're an RTE. But, you know, they're affiliated with unions and they will say that we are we are also, you know, uh, working in solidarity um, with those actors who kind of have maybe a few minutes 
behind the scenes and we hear that they're kind of potentially being replaced by AI so that they are filmed once and then used repeatedly over and over again in movies to save costs. Um, So there's all sorts of things going on as they kind of try and use technology to forge the future um, for uh, the industry. But the big thing here really is that streaming has just taken over. Okay, And it's not, so far, you know, to date, Legacy, it is not built for this and they haven't planned for this. So the stars will say, we're just not getting our cut. We're not getting as much as we should. Is it a bit like music? Where they would have had CDs or cassettes or vinyl Royalty, or whatever else. Absolutely. And, and even Spotify, Spotify. And even Spotify, when it kicked off, I think it was 99 cent per download. That's the way. It, and then it went to a streaming. I think it's a know, fraction of a cent now or something. Yeah, it went to, to you know, 9.99 a month and it's probably okay. gone more and all of that sort of thing. But, but these kind of transitions If it works happen, that way, they, it affects they, reruns. They, they, they ha- I mean, Hollywood went into a complete funk when television appeared. Um and there was a huge conflict at the time and it got sorted out. Um, I, I mean, I really, really hope this gets sorted out because apart from anything else, I'm dying to see Oppenheimer. I've yeah. studied Oppenheimer. I've uh, been fascinated by him and the Manhattan Project and Enrico Fermi and all those people uh, that were involved in the development of the atom bomb, the moral issues, the, uh, the, the you know, geopolitical issues. I'm dying to see that movie. Uh, and I won't go now in solidarity until... Will you not? Not until now. I won't That's taking to, a stand. I won't go to the cinema at all. Even wow. though my daughter Mandy is dying for me to go back to Mission Impossible, the latest one. Me she too. saw it last week. And I'll go with her. It again. Do you think others would do likewise now and, 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 and make that stand, take that call? Well, she won't. That's yeah. incredible because Brian Cox from Succession, of course, reckons that this strike will go until the end of the year. It could well, yeah. So this could crush the movie industry, the cinema industry as well. I mean, it's... Uh, it's going yeah, to push a lot of productions out by the sounds of things. Like it, it's, it's one thing to have a headline saying Walker, uh, actors, you know, striking and, and kind of walking out of premieres. But when it comes down to, you know, what's in the production line and what we're not yeah. likely to see. Well, listen, it, it didn't seem to work for the... There's about, there's about six movies, I think at least six movies, being made in and around Dublin at the moment. Um, yeah. Some Hollywood, some British uh, and, and, and so on. I don't know what state they're in. But so this will have a big impact on, there's not worldwide, hundreds of jobs but Ireland as well. Yeah. Well, you did say that you're not going to go and see Oppenheimer now. I do have to ask you about the last story. It's front page of The Sun this morning. Now the posh spice is set to be joining the Spice Girls again, potentially for a gig in Glastonbury. Will you go see it? I have to tell you, Tommy, I haven't been this excited <laughs> since two perfect slices of toast popped out of my toaster at seven o'clock this morning. <laughs> I was I was too old for the Spice Girls the first time around. OK, um, I, I, if my grandkids want to go, uh, I'll, I'll see what I can do. But I mean, Claire and I and Claire didn't get them all either. Claire and I struggled to remember the nicknames. I think you got... I did. I, you, no, I did. Okay. I, no, I, was, no, I wasn't no. too that bad baby, on it. I was okay. She got baby, yeah, scary, but she really struggled sporty. With she got it in the end. She got it in the end. Jerry. Listen, Tommy, I went to see Roy Orbison live in 1963, okay? And that remains the highlight of my concert-going experience. Um, so I, I think Posh Spice may be for others. Uh, it's, do you know what people might forget? That the, the foursome, the four of them minus Victoria, yeah. did this 13-date gig back in, 
May and June of 2019. That kind of... Ah, it wasn't the same, though. It, it didn't just, get the, yeah. I think Posh is just going to add that bit of X Factor back to it again. And particularly if... Will you be heading along? Do you know what I was... I've actually you know applied what made for tickets for Glastonbury, yeah. Honestly, what made me Sometimes. feel old with all of it was the fact that it is 30-year reunion. <laughs> um, that Victoria... Well, Baby Spice is, is, is almost 50. Victoria's 50 next year. Uh, two big milestones, apparently, for, for her. So... Um, that this would be love, the, this though. will be the icing on the cake. Well, exactly. they're doing it for love. They don't need the I money. Think it's I, the, I think it's. Uh, they do not need the money. That is for sure. If uh, Oasis make a comeback, that's the one that I want to see. Okay, listen. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, uh, Gar- uh, Fergus Finley from the Irish Examiner. Great to have you with us. And this, we'll go and see it. Uh, we've actually messaged here to say I'm certainly going to see Oppenheimer. Sorry, Fergus, especially to support our own Killian Murphy in the lead role, and of course Claire Brock. From the Tonight Show and Virgin Media. Thank you so much for coming in to talk to us. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk.